Hey, Freedom Junkies, Betsy Dewey here of Freedom Junkie Radio Podcast, the podcast that brings you freedom in all its manifestations. Today, I have a very special podcast for you. It's a solo, and it's called Take Your Mind by the Horns. Sometimes when I'm walking or soaking, my antenna really goes up, and this one is special. I do believe it's the basis for my next book, which will probably be called Take Your Mind by the Horns. And so if you like this, please share it with people that you think might benefit from it. If you're interested in keeping up with what I'm doing, please subscribe to the podcast. You can also get my new newsletter, which will be going out not too frequently, but from time to time by subscribing at freedomjunkieradio.com. With no further ado, enjoy. So how do we begin taking our mind by the horns? How do we begin that process? Well, the first thing you have to realize is the thoughts that continually play in your mind as truth that you're creating, especially if you can see that you keep creating a world around you that you don't want. You keep creating bad food choices or drinking excessively or watching porn. You, you feel out of control. That's the first, if you recognize there's something out of control in your life, that's the biggest, most beautiful red flag you could possibly have. You're not even in control of your own mind. Hallelujah. Okay, where do we start? How do we gain control? Well, the first thing is recognizing it. So you're light years ahead of the people who will never even see that, open their eyes and say, this isn't what I want. So go ahead and give thanks because this is your eye-opening moment. This is when you wake up and say, you know what? I'm no longer available for the matrix. I'm awake. I'm taking the red pill and I'm choosing my future. It's not being chosen for me. Okay. Now we got the the hard work to do, but you're signed up. You love yourself. And if you don't know you love yourself, you do because you took that first step of going, I want to change something. So we have a lot of mind garbage that has been forced into your mind from the time you were born that you had no control over. And, you know, that's part of it. Some of the stuff that was forced into your mind is good stuff. You know, you came into this world that had already been created by consciousness for thousands of years. And you were given a name. And you were told this color is called blue and this color is called purple. And the sky is blue and we live on a planet and it's in a solar system. And this is the ocean and this is the land and this is a rainbow. And you took it in like a sponge. Imagine how much else we took in like a sponge that we're not aware of, right? So anything that got 
put into your mind. Like it's fine to call a rainbow a rainbow. We need a word for it, right? Arco-iris, arc du ciel. There's a name for it in every language. So we needed our language to be forced upon us, really. But we do get to choose the language we use once we become conscious, once you wake up. You don't have to use the language that was forced upon you. If in your household there was angry language, really gross language, irritable language, you can choose not to use that language. It's now your choice. So the first thing that, the first layer of work that has to be done is to erase the tapes that were played over and over to you as a child that are anything less than you are a perfect child of God exactly the way you are. You're here for your own special reasons and purpose that no one else will know or discover besides you, unless you know and discover them and share that with everyone. This is my purpose. (laughs) Um, And this is some of the most important work you'll ever do. Imagine having had parents, which they exist, parents that said, you are a perfect child of the creator. You are source energy that was so powerful, it decided to incarnate. And it chose you, this miraculous being that came out of chaos theory. If your mom had had a headache one night, you would have been someone else. This was exactly the you you were supposed to be. So you need to own that and love that and cherish that and recognize how unique and precious and powerful and miraculous you are. What if that's what you had been told every single day until you were two, until you were 10? Think how much different you'd be. Well, you've got to do that for yourself right now. Anything other than that, that you were told, you're told you were too short, or you weren't talented enough, or you're stupid, or you're not musical, or who do you think you are? Anything. Whatever that programming was, it, your parents blessed their hearts. Your older siblings, your aunts and uncles, your grandparents, your neighbors, the people who helped to raise you, the village that you were born into, bless their hearts. They were doing the best they could with what they had to work with at the time. They believed that you were not all that. How could you be? You're one of us. We're not all that. You know, we're just regular old working people. Life's a bitch and then you die. Bless their hearts. That's what they have to work with. They did their best. They tried to bring you up within their reality and, and gave you the, the best they had to work with. If you were abused as a child, bless your heart, bless our hearts. But those people who were abusing us, 
they were not conscious. If they had stopped and woken up like you're doing now and said, I'm not going to harm another human being. I'm not going to harm a creature. How could I do that? You know, I think that evil people can be saved because they're completely unconscious. If they were conscious, they would not do what they're doing. There's no way they could. If they recognized that everything they do comes back to them, that everything that they're creating is from their energy field and that they're creating it all, if you knew this stuff, you would never create a world of pain and sadness. So you have to forgive them. I mean, it's absolute must. And then you give thanks. Because this hurdle that you're overcoming right now was absolutely necessary. There's no way that I could be talking to you right now and teaching this stuff if I hadn't had to overcome my own abuse as a child. I'm grateful for it. If I had had just this perfect idyllic life, I wouldn't be able to relate to people who had been abused. If I hadn't welcomed alcohol into my life as a substitute for true joy, spiritual connection, if I hadn't needed that barrier between me and all that is true and good for a couple of decades, I wouldn't have had to have overcome it and I wouldn't be able to stand here talking to you. Do I feel like I lost a couple decades of my life? Yes. Am I grateful for it? Absolutely. I could not be doing what I'm doing. I couldn't be creating the life I want. I mean, I guess I can't say that. I I could have, I mean, I would love for everyone coming along, all the young people to skip the alcohol chapter. That would be great. And, and then, yeah, if you could go ahead and wake up and help others to wake up to their unlimited potential. Yeah, you don't have to drink for 20 or 30 years and then wake up. You don't have to do that. But it's part of my path and it's part of what made me who I am. And so I'm grateful. That's the thing. You can't go back and change the past. All you have is right now. And that's going to lead to a much better future. Taking our minds by the horns. So how do we do that? I'm going to keep coming back to that. The very first thing is to do the work of changing the, we called them tapes growing up. I don't know what you'd call it now because nothing's on tape anymore. The recordings, that's it. Change the recordings that were given to you as a child. And you have to start, you have to do that for yourself now. What would you tell a beautiful new child coming into this world? A child that has uh, maybe some um, 
some things that in our perception would be considered deformities. Does that matter? Do y'all know who, uh, what's that guy's name? Vujicic, Vujicic. He has no arms or legs. And he's one of the most inspirational people in the world. And God gave us these incredible people who stand up on their flippers and say, life is amazing. God gave us those, every single one of those people so that we can go, I'm an able-bodied human being. Who am I to complain? You go to a, a talk, what's his name? Nick, Nick Vujicic or something like that. The guy, the British guy who paints with his mouth and his, one of his doodles is every day is a good day. What if he had laid down and said, you know, I'm, I'm uh, unable in this world. He has inspired me so much. So those of us with arms and legs that work, well, we really have nothing to say about that we're not anything. Every single one of us, every single one. What if, so what is it you would say to that baby who comes into the world who's missing arms and legs? They have a few little flippers. You are a child of God. Perfect. Exactly the way you are. You've come here for a reason and a mission. And you're here to find joy and express joy and feel all the emotions of a human being and to connect with other human beings and find your path. And I'm going to help you. Whatever it is you would say to that child, I want you to start saying it to yourself over and over again until it becomes the recording. And then you turn it into the affirmation, the first person. I am a child of God. I am a perfect creation. I'm here for a purpose and a mission. I'm here to find joy and express it. Feel all the human emotions and connect with other people and find my path. That's your first assignment. The second assignment, which is really just as important as the first, is to become conscious of what you're allowing, what content you're allowing into your being. Nothing is true until you allow it to be true for you. So if you come, if you have a religion that you just, there's something fundamental that just doesn't feel right to you. Try taking it off. Try taking that hat off seeing if that resonates better. There's nothing wrong with the religions that, you know, well, this is a huge topic. I I don't like that the world's being denuded 
of the beautiful religions that have caused people to be peaceful towards one another. But those same religions are the ones that have caused people to create most of the war we've ever had. That and government. That's a whole nother topic. But turn off the news. The news is propaganda. There is an infinite amount of news out there, right? There's an infinite amount of things that happened today to people that we could learn about. But when you turn on the propaganda media, they are telling you on recycle, on a cycle, over and over, the news cycle, they even call it that, the news cycle. Just exactly what is going to manipulate you the most. So turn it off. If something is important enough, you'll find out about it. If you're a slave that has been freed, they're not going to put that on the news anyway. In Texas, we have something called Juneteenth. And it's a great, huge celebration, but it's really kind of a sad story. The Emancipation Proclamation had gone out across the nation in the 1850s. I've got to get the date exact. Abraham Lincoln was president and we freed the slaves. No more slavery. Except that there is still slavery. There's probably slavery within 10 miles of you right now, but that's another discussion as well. And the Texas slaves didn't get the word until a year later. On June 19th, and I don't know the exact year, but it wasn't the day that the proclamation went out. It was months and months later. Juneteenth should be a reminder to all of us. They're not going to tell you you're free. You have to figure that one out on your own. And if there is news that's important enough for you to know, it'll get to you. You don't have to try to stay on top of the news cycle. In fact, I highly recommend not watching the news at all. And I don't care which side of the spectrum you fall on there. And isn't that interesting that news is no longer uh, unbiased? There's no such thing. There's no, here's what happened today in the world. It's, here's what you need to think. And we're trying to make you think one way or another. And if you step back and see it that way, you'll see it just bright and clear as day. So you get to control the content that comes into your mind. No news. No anything that's not just bringing you up. Try that for a few weeks. If you, you know, like porn is the scourge of our planet right now. If, if you're one of those people who partakes... You have to let that go. That's just bringing your consciousness level down to like as about as bottom of the barrel as it can get. And am I judging you? No, you're human and you, but that's, that's a big one. It's kind of like alcohol. You're never going to go anywhere with that monkey on your back. You get to control the content. 
that you allow into your mind. And that's where the recording ends. So the assignments are, treat yourself like that child that is perfect and loved and cherished and powerful beyond measure. Fall in love with yourself and give yourself all of that encouragement. And then the second assignment is to be absolutely vigilant about what goes into your mind, what goes into your body, what goes into your being. Thank you so much for listening. And the book is now available, Take Life by the Horns. You can get it at libertyunderattack.com. That's Liberty Under Attack Publications. And there's also a journal. If you feel like buying the package of the two, they're on sale. And share, subscribe, and until next time, ciao. I live better than a king ever did. I live better than a-